We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Uh, Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode and we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. Today's episode is sponsored by Dr. Heather Fork of Doctors Crossing. Dr. Heather Fork is a retired dermatologist based out of Austin, Texas, and she is a career coach and strategist and the founder of The Doctor's Crossing. She's come out with this new course called LinkedIn Networking for Physicians. The significance of this course is that in today's hyper-competitive, hyper-dynamic, ever-changing economy, success is all about information, speed, access, networks, and execution speed. So part of your success in today's economy relies on a strong network of collaborators, partners, and acquaintances who can help you accomplish your goals a lot faster and more efficiently. So if you're operating under the mantra of doing it alone or doing it all by yourself, there are better, faster, easier, and more efficient ways to get things done today. You can save a lot of time, energy, and money by learning how to leverage social media to network online. Dr. Heather Fork's course is a brand new course designed to teach you step-by-step how to efficiently network using online LinkedIn social media networking tools, tactics, and strategies. She's been a pioneer in the field of physician counseling, physician burnout, career transitions, and physician coaching. Her course is a six-module course with 22 videos where you can learn at your own pace, on demand, and teach you how to strategically use LinkedIn to your advantage. It also has a bonus PDF guide, how to rock your informational interviews. So if you're interested, you can check out the course in the link in the show notes below. Also, as a special bonus, you can also check out Dr. Fork's Carpe Diem resume kit that when purchased with the LinkedIn course, you get a 23% discount. Or if you want to purchase separately, you can click on the link in the show notes below as well. So Thanks for listening and on to the show. So welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. Uh, Me and my team want to welcome you to a happy new year. And as always, we always tout four types of freedom, financial, emotional, location, and time freedom. And so it's my mission to bring guests that are doing cutting edge, doing things out of the box, and just bringing your awareness to the types of different options, educational information products available. So today we have Dr. Mike Wu Ming. He's got a really interesting story. He's a a digital marketer. He's a digital entrepreneur. He's a physician entrepreneur, and he's the founder of Bootstrap MD. So welcome, Mike. Chris, thanks. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, I know. uh, I I was on, I think I... 
I got my career started on your podcast and a bunch of other physician podcasts. And um, now yeah, my podcast was launched a year, a year ago. It's grown so much and I'm happy to have people that help me and, and to return the favor. So tell us all about your story and how you got started. Oh, well, first, that's awesome that your, your journey has grown and, you know, uh, you know, kudos to you. Uh, I remember seeing your name on Amazon and then you see, you know, with your books and then seeing on Facebook. So really, I'm really uh, happy that uh, you're, you've really grown. You know, my story is uh, pretty interesting. I'm a lot older than probably most of your audience. I started um, with entrepreneurship in medical school and I started uh, um, actually in residency. I started in medical school just learning about uh, computers and medicine, and I started a, um, I wouldn't call it a business, but I started to uh, learn about the web. So this is back in the 90s, mid-90s, when there wasn't a lot out there. And I wanted to um, study for my, um, for the boards, and <laughs> there's a lot of expensive uh, USMLE software out there. And I created a, a, a page where I would like review different educational software. And, you know, I don't really call it a business, but I was able to get a lot of free software just because I had a web page. And then um, I was able to review the software. And that's actually how I got started in kind of entrepreneurship. Although, you know, money wasn't being transacted, I saw the power of just having a voice. And, you know, there was something to this, this web where I could, you know, in my uh, pajamas, <laughs> you talk, uh, talk about my message about what I want, was interested in and how I could help others. Um, and then in residency, I started a business that was based on, um, you know, how to study for the USMLE. I created a, I had a product on that. I had a product on um, how to get into the residency of your choice. So I started uh, this business with my wife where we would review like, um, you know, different personal statements from people. And, you know, my wife had a librarian background. So, and, you know, and she was really good in grammar and, and cleaning all that stuff up. And we started a business helping uh, doctors. And, and a lot of our, our, our business was from uh, um, uh, non-US doctors. So foreign medical graduates who wanted to uh, come to the United States and get into the residency. So, but, you know, they didn't have the greatest command of English and we helped them to do that. So that, that was kind of my first businesses that I started back in, in the nineties. Um, and then entrepreneurship just continued to go from there. Um, I, once I graduated residency, I went into primary care and I was family medicine, went to the Mayo Clinic for my training. Um, but I've always been entrepreneurial doing something on the side, whether it be doing some writing, medical writing, um, writing questions for board reviews. Um, and I, I remember getting like my first check as a, as a, a primary care physician and I had a guaranteed salary. And what I learned from that is, is I like to joke is you're guaranteed to get the same salary, no matter how, much more you work or how much, how least you work, uh, you're going to get the same amount. And I wanted to, um, you know, generate more revenue. And I learned about um, 
uh, start startups and I got involved in an internet startup back in the day and then basically started creating little online businesses, um, everything from medical education to um, developing ebooks that I, I, I wrote and then later had hired a bunch of freelance writers to publish these books. Um, then eventually getting them on to Amazon to then getting involved in consulting. And then I got involved in uh, digital marketing, uh, as you mentioned, and eventually came to the point where I had to decide between um, staying in my job or if I wanted to, to grow and scale to leave my job. And that was a pretty scary uh, decision, but in retrospect, I'm glad that I've, I've done that because it really opened my opportunities to expand what I, what I, I did. Um, eventually got into software, business software, uh, and I sold that company. And then currently, um, my business right now is in um, medical clinics, um, and I own a, a web spa, and I own equity in several others, um, medical clinics, and just kind of letting, just continuing to expand that. Um, and I think what I love about entrepreneurship is, is that you know, I'm not a fan of substituting time for money. And you know, you're not a big fan of that either. And I realized that, you know, for most doctors, the only way that we make more money is we see more patients. And going to and meeting entrepreneurs around the world is, you know, we're making many times more than what doctors are making, but they're not really working, you know, an integral part in the business. So what, how, what they work is not based upon how much, you know, for example, for doctors seeing patients. It's about, um, you know, leverage. It's about using your knowledge and then de deploying that. And, you know, my thing is, one of the things that I, that I like to be part of is just getting a little bit, a piece out of a lot of different things so that it builds more multiple streams of income. There was a lot there, so I'll just end it right there. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, that's a, a brilliant story, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, you, you had you touched on uh, so many points. And the the first point was, um, you know, uh, the power of the internet. So what you were describing when you were um, doing software reviews and then you know getting free products, that's almost a sort of a system of barter, uh, you know, that you can translate into sponsorships or affiliate marketing. So, um, you know, a lot of doctors, they think, oh, they miss the internet or they miss social media. Um, you, what do you think? Um, what is, do you think that it's too late for doctors who are interested in becoming physician entrepreneurs um, that, um, that they miss the internet? And what is the power of the internet? Yeah, you know, I, despite COVID, you know, you know, I, I like to attend conferences and I don't attend a lot of uh, medical conferences. <laughs> I, I do attend a lot of entrepreneur conferences, business conferences. And most of the time, I'm usually like the only doctor or maybe there's a handful of like, uh, you know, um, medical. And, and even then it mostly like I would be chiropractors or perhaps like a nurse practitioner or something like that. There's not a lot uh -huh. in there. And I think if you want to, if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you first need to hang around more entrepreneurs because there's a different way of thinking. You know, it's like, if you want to be the best surgeon, you want to be shadow like the best surgeons, right? In the hospital. 
But if you want to be, you know, financially successful, hang around people who are much more financially successful than you are. And that's what I think that um, there is a lot of opportunity, you know, out there. It's just you have to spend the time uh, to voted to doing just that. And I think it first starts by, you know, networking, whether it's joining, um, you know, going to different entrepreneurship groups, uh, you know, maybe things like EO or Vistage locally, you could start doing, um, or even just starting, you know, digitally, you know, going on a Facebook group and just, just networking that, that way. I mean, that's how we've kind of connected through online. Um, but there's great opportunity. The thing is you need to have your eyes and your ears open for it when it comes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you met, you, you said, uh, you said it so correctly. And then, um, yeah, I, I remember when I, you know, when I, when I was first starting out, I was like, just cold emailing and just like on, on LinkedIn and just messaging people, you know, their ideas and trading ideas and sharing posts and, you know, getting on podcasts. And, um, and the other thing you, you mentioned is um, this idea of time versus uh, trading your time for your money and what you're describing is scalability. So um, as an entrepreneur um, to, or tell the educate the audience about what it means to be to scalable versus, you know, just like, you know, where you're discuss describing a fixed salary and just, you know, a fixed income and every year your income is the same. Yeah. So, you know, right now in medicine, most physicians are employees, right? So we're working for, you know, a big hospital or a big group uh, like that. And, you know, and right now there's, there's less people owning their own practice. You know, there's less doctors, you know, setting up their, their clinic and just working for themselves. Most, and the reason why they're not successful is because they're, they're, they're the person who makes everything work, right? So if they're not the one seeing patients, if they go and take a vacation, they're not making any money unless, you know, they have a colleague who can fill in for them. And eventually, if you want to, you know, that business will not scale, right? Because your, your revenue is dependent on you working. Mm -hmm. the, the way that, you know, things will scale is if you start owning more clinics and you hire doctors or mid-level providers that can do the same service you can. And for many doctors, that's a, that's a very, you know, difficult thing to do. It's very scary. They don't trust people to do that. Yeah. I see that all the time. And, you know, that's, but, you know, the most successful like practice owners are the ones who like will take they have a model that it works and then they'll just replicate that, you know, 50, a hundred times. You know, I did some work back, back in the day with a company called Massage Envy or I worked with a company that worked with Massage Envy. And if you're not familiar with that, it's a big massage um, franchise. You know, you pay, uh, you have a membership fee and you pay so much to get so many massages per month. Mm -hmm. And if you're just the masseuse, right? You're getting, you're the employee, you're just making money from that. But the ones who are really making money are the owners, right? Because that's what I learned about like scaling it because you won't have just like one person just owning one franchise. Once they find out that it's profitable, 
they'll just replicate the system, right? And then there'll be five or 10, oh, 10 of them, right? It's just like McDonald's, right? You could put McDonald's anywhere, um, you know, in, you know, Moscow compared to LA, it's still the same system. And they already have a model that works, you know, everything down to like where you position the French fries, the person working the French fries. Um, but that's all they're doing is you're just replicating the system. And, and once I understood that the business is a result of just systems at work, yeah. that's when it really just, you know, bothered my mind, like what the possibilities that were out there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you mentioned a lot of um, like franchising. And so what you're describing is severing the relationship between time and money. So, you know, you mentioned you wrote some books and, you know, those books are on, you know, Audible, they're on Amazon, you know, you can, on your bookstore, people can go, it, it uh, generates recurring revenue, you know, your business owner um, of a practice as well. So, and you also mentioned, you know, franchisees. So what are some other ways that um, physicians can um, leverage their time and, and scale their efforts without actually having to, you know, trade their time for money? Yeah, so I get this question asked quite a bit, and it really comes down to, you know, if you're looking, you know, what, what is your goal? So what is your, like, your financial goal? And so Bootstrap MD is my consulting firm. I've got a podcast associated with that where we talk with physician entrepreneurs. And there's usually, we usually have more time or we usually have more money as a physician. You know, we, 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 we're in an occupation where, where we make pretty good money. We have an, a good net worth. And if you're someone who has more um, money than time, mm -hmm. you know, I focus on different ways of, of creating wealth. And I think for me, entrepreneurship is, is the best way. Um, but if you don't have the time to be an entrepreneur, because I don't want to sugarcoat it to you, it's, it's a lot of work. You know, there's a lot of sacrifice you have to make as an entrepreneur. And if you have more money than time, I would look into doing, you know, more investing, perhaps, you know, um, real estate syndications, perhaps uh, those kinds of things. But if you have more time than money, Mm -hmm. um, I can't think of too many businesses um, that, you know, you could get 10x, 100x, 1000x wow. know, with, with your money. Um, so I'll give an example of, of one of my uh, clients who started a physician consulting business. So he's just leveraging his knowledge. Mm -hmm. And there's not a lot of upfront cost to become a consultant um, other than your own knowledge. Maybe you'll take some, you know, courses or, you know, let's, let's, let's throw out the way, like you're taking sometimes a certif certification or something like that. But in general, all you need is your knowledge and, you know, a Zoom account, <laughs> which is free or a phone, a website, which costs, you know, $20 a month, if at most, probably less. And just go out there and say, hey, you know, I've got some knowledge that I can share. And then he was able to take this. So his business would probably cost less than $500. And now he's doing six figures this year. He's in line making over a hundred thousand. Um, in addition to his um, regular 
you know, work as a doctor. Mm -hmm. So there's not a lot of, you know, investments that you can do, which brings that back, you know, $500 and turning into hundred grand. If there is, let me know. I'll go on what investment that is. <laughs> but that's why I, I, I love businesses. And, and that's why I often, you know, when I'm talking to doctors about like what first, what's my first business to start, mm -hmm. I always talk about like what assets you currently have now. Um, and I know you've learned this too, you know, with your consulting, it's, yeah. you didn't have to, you know, your, it was your knowledge of um, your experiences. And that's, you know, everybody is a bit different. And then if you have something that people, will want what people will pay for, then that's a great business to get into. Yeah. Yeah. Cause physicians, they, we actually have, we're, you know, we're multifaceted and we're multi-talented and, you know, we I tell all my clients, you know, you had to go through so many different steps and, you know, uh, just for, you know, for that um, privilege to treat patients, but, you know, we have a variety of skills. So, um, and you mentioned some of the, uh, you know, entrepreneurship is hard, you know, it's not easy, you know, some months you'll have zero, sometimes some months you'll be negative, you know, some months, you know, you'll be, you know, two X, three X. So it's, you have to be ready for that roller coaster. Um, so what are some of the pitfalls and challenges? Let's just say, you know, physician right now, the COVID area, he or she is, um, you know, really burnt out or just looking for alternative things. What are some of the um, steps that they can start to take to, to, you know, free up their um, time and emotions and where they are from their job or from their income? Yeah, I think, you know, the first step is just like deciding that you want to start a business, if you want to be entrepreneurial. I think that that's a big decision. Mm -hmm. So if you do have more uh, time than money, then I think that's a great place to, 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 to ask. Great, a great question to ask. Do I have the time to actually do this? Uh -huh. And then decide what type of business do you want to do? Do you want to do a, a coaching or a consulting business on the side? Um, there are other factors you need to be aware of too. Um, if you're an employed physician, you know, if you work with a, a big hospital, they, they may or may not need to know that you have a business on the side, you know, a side hustle. Um, so first you got to make sure that that's taken care of. Cause I've seen a few too many doctors who got in trouble. They started a business and then they got successful and then guess who comes running and asking like, okay, how did you start this business <laughs> working on the side? So um, then, you know, you know, there's so many different factors, you know, and I could take this conversation wherever you want, but you know, it's, it depended on like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, what is your, and I don't want to sound um, like kind of woo woo, but what is your, like your mission in your life? Like, what do you want to make, you know, you want to be most known for, you know, um, and that doesn't necessarily, you know, to be, you know, um, the end all decision of what type of business you want to be, but you want to probably be in a business where, you know, you want, you feel comfortable that talking about that business, um, you know, some people who like, I just want to go into um, businesses that are lucrative. Well, drug dealing is lucrative, <laughs> but, but you know, there's a lot of pitfalls into, into doing that. So when you're looking at the type of business, you know, it doesn't match with you ethically. Does it match with you legally? Is it something that you'd be proud of? That's, and if, is it aligned with like your mission about what you want to do? You know, for me, uh, my mission was to help a thousand doctors um, to help them get to where they want to be because 
you know, as you know, a lot of doctors are more down, a lot of doctors are frustrated and they've lost autonomy. And for me, on business, business owning entrepreneurship was my way out of that. And so I kind of want to pay it forward. And that's what we do at Bootstrap MB. Um, but so it has to like kind of align with what your mission is. Um, you know, there are other businesses that you decide, you know, let's say you want to get into, we talked about franchises. You know, if franchises cost money, you know, if you want to open a Dunkin' Donuts franchise, I think it's like 250,000. It's only in certain states you can, you can do it. Um, and, you know, maybe that doesn't align with your, what you want to be as a, you know, let's say you're a internist doing a weight loss clinic or something, you know, you're in weight loss and then you want to Dunkin' Donuts and it might not align. So, um, so all of those factors you need to, to take into consideration. Um, I think that whatever business that you want to do is you have to have, first you have to have interest in it. And then you also have to look into is, are there people that you can shadow or get into or, or get, get involved? You know, I'm, I'm in the aesthetics uh, industry and there's a lot of doctors who want to start up a, like a Botox clinic on the side or a med spa. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there, every weekend there's a Botox, uh, you know, training of some type, but they don't teach you like how to like have a successful business in there. Um, so, it has to be, you know, one, you want to make sure that you like it. Two, you want to make sure that there are people who can help get you to the next level, a mentor, a consultant. You know, and then and my thing is anything that I do, I try to have like a mentor because I'm not so smart to figure it out on my own. Right. <laughs> you know, almost any type of like wealth building, you know, I all sign up, you know. Yeah. Uh, for, for, you know, I signed up for real estate. I signed up for Peter's course and um, uh, Ken, uh, um, Kenzie Letitia's course, uh, other doctor in real estate, because I, I'm not so smart to figure it out. And I'd rather pay them the money because I, you know, I have more time or more money than time these days. Right. And then sometimes I take it just when I figure out, like, I'll do it. And it's like, I'll find out like, this isn't for me <laughs> and that's okay too. Yeah, I just three thousand dollars for this course. I realized, nope, not for me. Then <laughs> I move on. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of doctors they look at the price tag, but they don't realize it's like an investment. So you know, you can put you know pay three thousand dollars for a coach, a mentor, but it saves you. You know, instead of stumbling around for a year, two years, you know, you get to your goals faster. You know, within six months or. Even, um, you know, you spend $3,000 and you make 30000 you know, so um, I think physicians as a whole, they don't really look at it from the long term, they just look at the price tag and they're like, oh my God, it's so, you know, in a scam and all the rip off and all this stuff. So, but uh, I know you do coaching. I know you do. I, I had you before the pandemic. I know you had a um, a uh, seminar, a yearly seminar where you brought in speakers. I know you have a course as well. So feel free to um, let the audience know, like what type of um, what type of um, uh, resources they can look into and how they can get in contact with you and what sort of uh, resources you offer. Yeah. Um... Our most, one of our most popular is a free uh, web class that we do. It's like how physicians can become high paid uh, consultants. Mm -hmm. And you can just go on to bootstrapmd.com 
and uh, pop-up will show and you can sign up for a, an on-demand web class that talks about how to do it. And uh, it lasts about an hour. Uh, and then like my journey into it and how I created it into a six-figure business. Um, and then, you know, after it, if you want to take, there's a course that we, we sell called Consulting MD um, that, that you can, if, if that's for something that, if that's a path that you want to go to, that's probably my best, um, best example. Um, as I also mentioned, I've got a podcast that uh, is going on. We just finished our 150th episode where we highlight, um, you know, ent physician entrepreneurs. You've been on, uh, on our podcast and that's also a way where you can find out more information. I also own a um, company called Physician Coaches, and we have a Physician Coaches directory. If you're looking for Physician Coaches, you can go to physiciancoaches.com. And we have physicians in over 12 different um, categories from real estate, relationships, uh, investing stuff. You know, back, back, back in the day is um, we, we weren't really able to freely talk about kind of this stuff, you know physicians who wanted to do something else was frowned upon you know having a quote side gig was pretty much non-existent <laughs> and so um my thing is i think you know it's scary to me having just one source of income i don't know for you chris but i would be pretty scared if i just had like one source of income yeah and you know who would have thought that, you know, there'd be a time where physicians could lose their job or temporarily lose their job uh, because of a pandemic. And that's what, but that's what happened. Yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of doctors, you know, some lost them permanently, you know, were laid off and, you know, I'm just so blessed that I've got multiple streams of income to keep me going. Um, you know, I even, I even talked about, I was joking about that. I, you know, I own a little bit of real estate and then my rental, um, my renter can't make rent for the last couple of months, uh -huh. you know, but my income wasn't dependent on that. Right. Right. Because they have other sources of, of, of different income. So I think whatever you do, whether it be an entrepreneur or an investor, you know, my challenge is for doctors to build one stream of income an additional stream of income in 2022 uh -huh. and do whatever it takes for you to, to, to get that. And it's going to help you so much in the long run. Was well said. And the final question is um, what, uh, how can guests and uh, the audience get in touch with you? Um, your website, social media, email. Yeah. Um, best, best site is either mikewuming.com or bootstrapmd.com. Um, I rarely am on social media or I try not to be on social media. <laughs> but you're really good at social media. I'm just like, ah, I don't think anybody cares whether I'm, I'm eating today, but uh, yeah. those are probably the best places. Um, and if you've got, you know, a business you're thinking about getting into, I'd be happy to you know, chat with you about it and, uh, you know, to help, help you, help you uh, uh, through it. Um, but because I'm just a big fan of what you're doing in terms of like letting more people know about the you know, benefits of entrepreneurship. Uh -huh. um, and uh, yeah, it, I think it's an exciting time and it's never too late to get started. Awesome. Never too late. Yeah. Well, so well said. Um, you know, all the uh, pearls and wisdom will be um, 
in the show notes for the audience. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And, um, and, and, you know, thanks for helping me jumpstart my career as a social media influencer, a thought leader. And, uh, and I, you know, I owe it to you, John, uh, Maisha, uh, Charmaine, you know, Peter Kim, and, uh, you know, the White Coin Investor. So thanks so much. And uh, we look forward to future collaborations. Awesome, Chris. Thank you. Well, I hope you really enjoyed that fantastic episode with our special guest this week. Just remember as a shout out to this week's sponsor, Dr. Heather Fork, MD of the Doctors Crossing, who has come out with her new online course devoted to teaching you how to leverage social media to network online effectively for your next job, your career, or as a side income. Again, social media is very valuable in today's society. It can be used for marketing, advertising, selling, communication with your followers, growing your brand, influence, followers, as well as networking. So don't miss out. It's really important in today's age to really leverage technology, especially in the COVID age. So go to the link in the show notes below and we'll see you back next week. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrislewmdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.